Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have been at the episode 60. We made it to the sixes, Michael. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Happy, happy Seiko Catterday. Yeah, happy, how, how, you, you do a great job with those shots, I, I must say. I work way too hard on taking pictures of fucking cats and watches, dude. Like, if I put the same amount of dedication to anything else in my life, I'd probably be much more successful than I actually am right now. You know what I mean? I think I, I think we have some. <laughs> I have I have a couple of dream Seiko Catterday participants. Um, Seikoholic. I don't know if you're if you ever listen or if you know who we are. I don't think you need. I don't think you Spencer need to Klein, take us. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he listens to the show, dude. He's got cats and he has Seikos. He should be taking Seiko Catterday shots. <laughs> I mean, you have, it's like having the ingredients to make a delicious dinner and then just letting them rot in your fridge. It's like, dude, you have everything to make it work. Make it work, dude. You know? Who else has cats? We, we, it's, it's been growing. I, I, I like the whole Sega well, Catter Day. Sega Catter Day is a lot of fun. It's growing, but, um, I, I have also gotten some, like, I guess not like negative comments, but people are just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cats. We get it. Which I totally, totally get. It's just, unfortunately, an integral part of our feed. <laughs> It's the fucking cat shots. What I would, uh-huh. what, and so what I would love to do, and I think I think this would be a good benchmark to have for next year. I think if we had some sort of like two book watch knobs listener coordinated Seiko Catterday calendar for next year, I think that would be uh-huh. incredible. So like either Catterday shots that are submitted from other folks who we talk to for like January, February, whatever the fuck all the other months are. I forget after that. Or, or people can send us the watches and I'll take shots with, with, with either Ying or Yang or whichever one feels like cooperating that day. And having it be like a collaborative two-book watch knobs, like Seiko Catterday calendar, I think that'd be so fucking killer. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do anything with my dog. She just, she just, she won't have it. No, you, 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 I feel like you've done some pictures or some story segments with your dog. The, the dog was indifferent, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> very very indifferent <laughs> like uh like like the same your dog has the same reactions to watch shots as someone on the train as someone on the new york subway would to like look like a panhandler you know what i mean <laughs> it's like, just it's just eyes down and as long as i don't engage it's gonna go away you know Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah but how's uh how's your weekend going so far good 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 it's uh getting closer to the wedding i think we're 27 days away from my wedding hmm. 27 days all all the stuff is paid for which means i have no money i miss having money like i thought it's 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 interesting how insight and perspective works when i thought i reached the bottom the hole just kept on going you know what i mean yeah i can always be poorer i've realized <laughs> It's true. Always the life will find some way to make me poorer. So now that I've paid for the wedding and I have all, I have no money. Now my car is going to explode, and I have to figure out some way to arrange some sort of new transportation. Obviously, using money I don't have. So it's interesting. Luckily, luckily your car is pretty new. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 a year. It's like it's only it's only like a year old. Actually, it'll be a year old in January. So 
So, so unless someone goes and like pisses in my gas tank, hopefully it'll be okay for a little bit, you know. That would be impressive. If somebody, <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd like to see that. Not not to your car, but a car. A car. That's too good, man. But yeah, no. Otherwise, it's good. Um, let's do. Let's just let's just kind of give a, a forecast for the show, and then we can jump back into it. So today's episode, episode sixty, we're getting close to the end of the year. We're getting close to the new year. We're also getting close to one of my favorite fucking days of the year. We're getting close to Christmas. It's time for the holidays. People are doing stuff, or you're kind of just sitting, and people around you in your life are doing stuff. And regardless, stuff is happening in regards to the holiday. You're either traveling, people are either coming to you, you're either going to be hanging out by yourself, which I'm doing because my fiance is working over Christmas, and that whole kind of uh, block, which is, you know, it's just the nature of it, I guess. But we thought, Michael, I thought it would be a lot of fun to do a half serious, like half tongue in cheek, you know. Two book watch knobs, essential holiday packing guide, like essential watch holiday packing guide uh, to help you survive the holidays. So whether you're going somewhere, people are coming to you, the essential watches to have to potentially diffuse or 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 flourish in certain social or uh, you know fate circumstances. Maybe the watch <laughs> will help, right? Is that like does that sound accurate? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, uh, just some housekeeping stuff, just some fun stuff to talk about. But uh, yeah, no, this weekend, you know, this weekend should be pretty cool. I'm working on Rivka stuff. It's been a lot of fun so far. I'm experimenting with uh, case finishing right now. I think some folks saw the story segment I put up of that um, vibratory polishing tumbler thing, which which sounds. You know, semi dirty, but you know it is. Uh, it is. Yeah, what it is. that's a little dirty. Yeah, but it's all yeah. good. It's all good. It's basically it's just a big bowl, and it vibrates. Um, I guess particular polishing material or medium, like so. In there, I had corn cob, like these corn cob pieces that were like just broken up into rough little. I think you you line like bird cages and like reptile cages with them also, and so hmm. I experimented with that. The process the process works really really well for finishing the cases. But the medium doesn't, so I'm just experimenting with uh, with different ideas. Because what I was doing before was I was hand polishing each each MTP one case with basically a piece of wood, and it was coming out really really pretty. But it was taking like so fucking long. <laughs> it was like it was like bonkers long. Like if I lived in the Swiss Alps and this was my only job after I like milked all my goats, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's not the case. <laughs> so um, I got this uh, this tumbling polisher thing, and I'm just experimenting with it. Next, I'm gonna, next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put a whole bunch of hardwood, uh, round, smooth beads in there. I, I don't know if you saw the story segments, Michael, that I put up with that thing, but pretty intense. It's loud. It's loud as fuck. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll have to take a look. Yeah, I think it's. I think they're probably still up. If not, I'll, I'll, <clears throat> I'll do some more shots this, uh, today because I have to experiment with some more shit today. But um, otherwise, it's going good. How about you? Pretty good. Now we're, we're recording this uh, Saturday morning. I had a late, late night last night. Uh, went to go see Star Wars. So that was pretty I wanted to, that's, I wanted to bring that up. So it, I, it, it, I, I don't want to give away any spoilers because I haven't seen it. I don't, want, I don't want either a negative or a positive reaction from you because I don't want to sway people's opinion. The only thing I will ask you in regards to the film is can you confirm that it was a film? It, it it was definitely a, a movie. Oh, you're already uh, here, uh, folks. Cer certainly a motion picture uh, engagement. <laughs> 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 and yeah, yeah. I sat down and I I I watched it with my eyeballs. 
Did you? Um, so that was Michael's review of the latest Star Wars film. Uh, that's hope. about as neutral as you can get. I think that's about as that. The only thing more neutral is if you were eating mayonnaise with your fingers. Like it's like, oh yeah, I just sat, I just walked with my eyeballs and I ate mayonnaise with my fingers. It's like, oh, that's rock and roll, man. Did you buy fourteen dollar dollar uh, popcorn, like small popcorn, or was it just seven pieces? No, I, I, my wife did. Um, <laughs> I, I bought fourteen dollar wine that came in in a tiny. Uh, Tiny like teaspoon size glass. <laughs> they give it to you in those like in those like Pedialyte medicine cups. They used to give you that shit when you were a kid, like little, little plastic cups on the on the caps. <laughs> I had wine. I had wine by the shot. Here's your <laughs> here's your medicinal thimble of uh, of wine. Oh, thank you. Rock and roll, man. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. And uh, got home late, and now we're recording super early. So if I'm if I sound a little groggy. Uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good, dude. You always, you always, your, 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 your sweet dulcet tones are always, always welcome on the show, regardless of the hour. So you're, it beats, <laughs> it beats my asthmatic panic attacks. So I think, uh, I think, I think the dynamic is working, but, um, I had to, I have to work on today's Seiko Catterday shot. I don't, I don't want to fall into a rut. Every Seiko Catterday shot is like, like, you know, it's lit well, it's a pretty shot of the cat. I've tried to do some ones where the cats are just goofballs, but I'm trying to figure out, like, what, how can I evolve it, man? Like, what can I do? What are your ideas? Do you have any ideas? I think, do the cats have Christmas sweaters yet? Or do they, will they, like, rip your face off? I can spray paint them Christmas colors. Yeah, you can. We're going to get in trouble. By who? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe PETA listens to the show. You think PETA listens to the show? If the collective abstract organization of PETA listens to this show, I would be, I'd be, I'd be so impressed because we've talked about some fucked up shit on this, yeah. show. <laughs> on this fucking show, dude. But um, they don't have Christmas sweaters. But um, the past couple of days, I've been doing like a watches and uh, ornaments hashtag where I've just been taking photos of watches with like Christmas ornaments. So maybe I can try and do some kind of Christmas or Christmas ornament Seiko Catterday thing, you know? Yeah. But I don't yeah. know if those if those ornament shots are like actually like cool because Instagram because they're they're not really getting a lot of engagement. So just to let everyone know, um, Instagram is really weird. If you're on Instagram, you've probably noticed this. You'll see you'll see stuff on your feed that was from like a week ago that someone posted, or it'll be new, or sometimes you don't see anything at all. The Instagram algorithm, um, the algorithm being uh, the formula Instagram uses to show you particular images based off things that it feels you're, you have interest in or people you follow, it is so ridiculous and bonkers because you sometimes won't see things from people who you follow for whatever reason. It doesn't make any sense at all, you know what I mean? So having said that, if you're on Instagram and you do follow us, um, if you see something we post and you like it, just, I know this, I sound, I sound, I feel so stupid saying this, but just, just like it, just double tap the picture and like it because the algorithm, <laughs> the algorithm translates you actually liking that image as them saying, oh, okay, then maybe more people will like that image. And then it will show it to more people, not just who follow us, but more people who could be interested in neurology in general. And that would just help the show grow. I feel really stupid having like hmm. to ask for that, but that's just. That's what Instagram's forced me to do. It's forced my hand. You know what I mean? To say something like, nice. like, 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 did, like, do I sound stupid, Michael? No, no, that that makes that makes perfect sense. Because I feel like it's easy to be on Instagram, see a picture you like, oh, that's a cool picture, and then scroll past it. And I totally get that because I do that sometimes. But I'm trying to get better now at liking basically everything I actually really do like. You know, so 
just throwing that out there. But um, but yeah, here shall we uh, shall we honor tradition before we talk more? Uh, shall we do the wrist check? Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. All right, you go for it. I've been talking way too much. <clears throat> so I'm wearing a cool watch today. I'm wearing the Raven Trekker uh, 40 RT07 um, on a single pass. Uh, <clears throat> I can't remember where I got this strap from. I think it was NATO Strap Co. Yeah, single pass RAF style gray strap from nato strap co okay is it cool the strap <clears throat> yeah it's it's really cool you know i've i've been trying to play with this watch and like straps and stuff um this thing kills it on the toxic shiznit mm -hmm. but it's for a 40 millimeter diver um that's black i also <laughs> wanted to keep like a like a pretty low profile so it, it gets a little bit tall if i put the shiznit or or any other nato so uh, i've been rocking it on this lately been wearing it this week um and i i still love this watch i think uh i think it's kind of completely changed how i feel about like black um pvd coating or or dlc whatever whatever was used uh, for this model right um and man the uh the loom on this thing is just nuts uh, that's that's i think that's something i never really talked about on the show when when discussing this watch but it just it just goes on forever. Like, um, you know, I I don't know I don't know what they did you know at Raven to to get it like this, but it's a it's a, it's a great watch, and at nighttime you can see like everything. <laughs> so is it uh, is the bezel loomed as well? The bezels the bezels also loomed. That's so cool. Um, I, you know, that's that's a feature that I I never really um, I'm always really surprised by. Uh, a good way know, or a bad way. <clears throat> I'm not so sure yet. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I don't really mind if a bezel is loomed or or not loomed. I mean, at least the pip, you know, the twelve o'clock, uh, little little dot that you have there. I think that should be loomed. But um, yeah, this everything on this bezel is uh is loomed, and it's a great bezel. I'll say it again, almost as good as the Pelagos. Yeah, maybe better. Those are fight. <laughs> those, are, those might be fighting words to some folks out there, man. Yeah, but this thing is this thing kills it on the um, on a single pass strap. I think uh, they made only twenty of these. Um, you, you can't even find the trekker on uh, on the Raven website anymore. I don't think mm -hmm. uh, Steve's Steve's coming out with some new stuff. He's doing the Endeavor and the uh, the one that you have. The Venture, which I currently have right now. And I'm working on the write-up. Sorry for the delay on that, guys. But there are pictures of it on the feed. And um, I've done some story segments and things like that. And I think when I first got the Raven Venture, I took it to Disney's Animal Kingdom. And I had a blast with it. And I think I saved all those videos. And I either put them up on Facebook or I need to put them up on Facebook. So keep an eye out. Hmm. Just so everyone can see, because it's it's a it's just a lot of fun. I, I I I like real world sort of pictures of watches. It really kind of helps you get proper perspective. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. And this thing, um, how how limited are those watches? Because he usually always makes things pretty limited. I think right? he'll do like uh, specifically. I don't know off the top of my head, so I apologize. But he'll have like. 20 pieces in a certain iteration, but there'll be several iterations. So there'll be like. 
gray dial with orange second hands or like gray dial with like white second hand and then so on and so forth. And there'll be like 20 versions of like that second hand, 20 versions of the other second hand. Um, that's usually how he does it. In all, I believe there are 200, or this is for the venture, there are 200 pieces in all the different iterations. So, so compared to uh, other brands, yeah, definitely, definitely limited, but that's, that's how, um, I think that's what kind of generates some of the, you know, the fun and uniqueness about the piece. Yeah, I, I think I think that stuff is going to go fast. I remember when this Trekker kind of picked up speed uh, mm -hmm. around the same time, I think, last year. Um, he started selling out of the different versions pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, and he's the he's really good on the Raven side about telling you how much is left. So I, I remember when looking at the RT-07, the black one, it would tell you like limited edition of 20 pieces um you know eight left seven left six left oh yeah so um and i believe steve just redid the raven site too so go and check it out yeah yeah but i i still you know i really really like this watch i when i when i first got it i was i was a little i was a little lukewarm uh just because of the case color and and how i feel about you know just Overall dive watch design when I see something vintagey like this, I I'd rather just have it in stainless steel, I think. But it, once once I realized that it's just its own thing, mm -hmm. um I, I became really happy with well, it. Well the thing so. is, like most reformed watch racists, you had to fight your upbringing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's early. You had to fight prejudices you came into the situation with so it's totally you know i i, I totally hear you man hold on <coughs> fuck <coughs> there have to be podcasts out there other podcasts who listen to us and say why the fuck's this guy always coughing on air like how un how unprofessional you know what i mean no or or why or why the sound editor doesn't cut that out so it's on me too we very <laughs> there's very few things we'll actually edit out of this show where <laughs> it's got to be something incredibly egregious to be edited Evidently. out of the show yeah you know yeah but um <laughs> but that's cool man i'm glad you're wearing the watch i'm glad it's still getting wrist time and I'm, I'm, I'm super happy you're digging it you know yeah i mean like i last last week <clears throat> i think it was last week last week i got the um the doxa sub 300 and right. um i had it you know I, I wore it for like maybe three four days straight or something like that and i i thought you know, it was permanently welded to my wrist. It's very tempting to have on the wrist, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I still, I still, you know, bring this one in and out of circulation. And um, the trekker, when whenever I put the trekker on, it just it tends to stay on for longer than I expect. Nice. Some some watches, some watches just do that. They make you forget that you have other watches, and then. <laughs> Three four days go by and you're like, man, I've been wearing this like forever. <laughs> I feel like it's that's 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 um, a testament to the sort of grab and go gra grab and go mm, there it is grab and go kind of utility nature of the trekker. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. um, you just throw it on and, and and go nuts and you kind of you'll you might forget you're wearing it until you look down at it and then you know it's just it's, it's a cool watch, man. You know. Yeah, I went on a long like. <laughs> hike slash walk yesterday it was also very nice to have like you know on a trail i'd say yeah um so that's it's good for for whatever you're doing certainly diving um 
I'm not doing any of that right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's a great outdoor watch. Uh, Steve specifically, he, I think he spent like a month in South Korea with this watch, and he just took this one watch. He was telling me. And if you go on the Raven feed, you can see like all his photos from that trip. And it just looks, That's so it cool. looks so cool. Yeah. A great, certainly a great vacation watch if, if anything. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's me. How's, uh, I feel like I'm bragging about all these, all these watches when you, <laughs> you're, you're literally starving. How's your watch fast going? <laughs> watch fast is going well. No. Yeah. But when you, when you're talking about that, I'm like, I'm like, man, that must be nice to like, <laughs> circulate to <watches>. like circulate <laughs> watches wow what's that like you know what I mean? <laughs> i'm in uh i'm in a, i'm in a creed my own prison moment over here no it's good it's good um i think it's a creed song <clears throat> that, that, that's that's their first record yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm wearing a shirt right now that i don't normally wear in public but i sleep in it it's a it's a shirt and it has a bunch of like crows on it and every time i wear this shirt i just think of creed i have no idea why it's just got a bunch of crows. I have no idea if crows have anything to do with Creed or or Mark Tremonti or Scott Stapp or any of them other motherfuckers. But every time I wear this shirt, I just think of Creed. So that's why I was talking about Creed. You think Scott Stapp wears a watch? I don't think they allow watches in sanitariums. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> Poor guy. I, that's a bad joke. I have no idea. If, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened to that guy, man. Um, he could wear a watch, maybe in the heyday, you know, someone gifted him a watch or when he had money, he kind of got into watches. Who knows? You know, I see, I see a photo of him singing here. He's got a watch. I can't tell what it is. It looks like some kind of, uh, is that Daniel Wellington? It's not. I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think he knows what that is, <laughs> but it looks like some kind of chrono. I think it, uh, maybe a little Japanesey too. Who Interesting. Knows? Huh. We can look into it. Okay. You think there's a watch you seek thread that somebody started? I need to know what watch Scott Stapp Dude, there's wears. a watch you seek thread for everything. All right. <laughs> and if there's not a watch you seek one, there's probably a time zone one. Okay, dude? <laughs> probably. But yeah, no, the watch fast is going great. At this day and time of recording, it is the fuck day is it right now? December 16th, which means I'm on watch fast day 16. It's going well. I'm at this, so it's at this point where um, I broke the watch vest uh, last time with the Casio MDV on the Toxic Shiznit. To reiterate and remind mm. folks, I am doing the watch facts with the watch facts. Mm. <sighs> we should send me, send me a fax. We should start a website <laughs> called Watch Facts, like Carfax, but Watch Facts gives you the service history of every single watch. Logistically impossible to create that website, but yeah. I think it would be a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> it's going well. Um, well, to remind that's right to remind folks, I'm doing a watch fast um, with the Orient Christmas Chrono WV0051TX limited edition JDM model. Uh, they made a thousand. This is number. I always, I always fucking for you think you think at this point, Michael, I would remember the fucking number on this thing. This is number eight eight. Four eight eight four two eight four eight minus four two eight eight four. Now I'll never forget it. Eight eight four. Oh, Jesus. Of a thousand. Sorry, that's how I have to remember numbers. It's really fucking annoying, dude. I have to do it when I'm when I'm working on Rivka shit as well because I have to like have multiple tabs open. So I can't remember what the what the measurements were from this tab when I have this other tab open. So I have to do stupid shit like that to remember <laughs> the fucking stupid ass numbers, man. I'm not a numbers guy. <clears throat> I'm just an asshole with the podcast. 
But I'm doing the watch pass with the Orange Christmas Chrono. Uh, Solar Quartz going really, really well. I mean, most folks have seen it on the feed. I am learning more. Not more. I'm learning things about myself. I think I'd always kind of had an uncategorized understanding of, but now I'm sort of facing it and putting words to it. I practice urology as a source of comfort, if that makes sense. And hmm, okay. in the sense where if something is going wrong or if I have, excuse me, a bad day, or if I need just some kind of pick-me-up, I'll look at my watch box and I'll see what I might enjoy wearing or where I might be able to focus my attention or express my attention in urology in a way that will make whatever negative thing is happening or that I'm going to potentially, you know, encounter better. Um, the great example is paying for all this wedding stuff. Like, man, like, fuck, you know, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm poor. Like, I thought I was poor. Now I'm super poor. You know what I mean? And I was like really, really upset. Not upset, but like, it's just, it sucks. You know, it sucks when you, especially when you're also talking about like, like Becky and I talking about like buying a house. And I met a realtor the other day because I was helping a buddy out and I, I met him on, I met him on the set and he was talking to me. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I know a guy that'll get you a, a mortgage with no down payment. Michael, every motherfucking huh? realtor I have met has a guy, probably the same guy, who will get you a mortgage without a down payment, probably at like, you know, a 13% interest rate, you know what I mean? Or some, some, some like <laughs> ridiculous bullshit, you know? And it's just like so stressful because, you know, we, we like the idea of building equity in a home, but in our area, the taxes are really high. HOAs basically and everything is just super high because uh, each building will have a different HOA because we're looking at townhouses and condos right now. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, it's all just so stressful. And I woke up yesterday. I woke up yesterday uh, with a lot of this stuff on my mind and I had to run outside and I wanted to put on a watch and I almost put on my Squalor 30 Atmos. That watch is the one that's been tempting me the most. Because yeah, you just got it. I too. just got it. <laughs> you just got it. Yeah, I, I had just acquired it. I only had it for a little bit when I started the watch fast. And so of the of all the watches in the box, that's the one that's probably singing me a siren song, something wicked. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. so I woke up and I almost put that watch on because I was just... I think the idea of changing the watch up makes it feel like I'm starting a new day by wearing something I didn't wear before. If I wear what I wore yesterday, I'm just continuing the bullshit that happened yesterday. So in a weird way, I think um, urology for me in a very personal way is just a source of comfort. I have no idea if that makes sense at all. You know what I'm saying? It, it makes sense. And you have, um, yeah, it's, it is still a form <clears throat> of expression. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you kind of, uh, you can jump in and out of different moods depending on on your watch. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes, sometimes you feel like having uh, maybe something super classic. Um, you know, so think about something like the uh, the Omega. I think you used to have it. You, you don't have it anymore. What? Oh, the Seamaster. Oh, I still have it. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. So so like you know that's that's for a very specific mood. Something like the Trekker is for a totally different mood as well. Um, so. It's you get to express whatever you're you're feeling yeah. <laughs> at any given day. Um, it's a good and, point. 
it's uh when you're going through some stressful stuff uh it's 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 a nice escape i think overall that's that's what a lot of hobbies are um and it's a it's a great escape to kind of maybe unplug from reality mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes and take refuge in watches yeah it's a good way of saying um, it you know because when i put on like when i wear my pole jot I'm not thinking about like the bad day at work I had yesterday. I'm thinking about like the history of this watch, how annoying it is. That it doesn't have a quick set date. I like winding it up. You know what I mean? Like so. That's yeah. I I think that's <clears throat> I think that's a good way of articulating, it. and that's kind of what I'm confronting right now. That's something I had always sort of like knew, but now I'm trying to face it and put words to it. And I like being able to articulate that because it helps being able to explain that to other people who are just like, why the fuck are you into watches? You know what I'm saying? Which, which I'm encountering a lot right now. Um, and at the same time, it's also just good to make sure you collect in a way that's always authentic to you. I think doing an impulse purchase with like orology is really tough, you know, cause it's after that honeymoon phase, you know, that's when, that's when you really, really learn. I got lucky. Technically, my orange Christmas kernel was an impulse purchase, but it worked out. But it's not normal, you know. Right. I, I feel like. Um, but no, otherwise the watch fast is, uh, you know, some like temptation, but otherwise it's going strong. It's the theme that's really keeping me going. The theme of the Christmas chrono during Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. that's what's really like motivating me to uh, stick with it, and I'm doing it on the bracelet on this disgusting tinfoil bracelet. So, you know. <laughs> sorry, Orient. <laughs> sorry, Orient, uh, Mister Mister Mister. You know, Hattori Orient. I have no idea if that's. I don't even. I know. I know. Hattori is Seiko. Yeah, yeah, Mister 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 Shinichiro Mister Shini Shini Shiro Orient. I have no idea. I'm just being an asshole now. <clears throat> but no otherwise it's good um I, I do love this watch i think it's incredible if this was any other watch i think any other solar chrono it would be tough um the dial in this thing is always just a blast you know and i like playing with the buttons straight up it's just fun to play with the buttons on this thing do you find do you find that it's um i don't i don't know how often you use the chronograph for for things in your day-to-day do you find that the center chronograph seconds hand is difficult to read over like that really bursty like dial finish when it's moving i can see it just fine when it's stationary mm-hmm. i can't see it at all does that make sense yeah because it's a it's a pretty thin seconds hand right it's a thin seconds hand but it's also really reflective so it's polished mm-hmm. like super high polish so if light will hit the dial one way light will hit the hands in a different way so there's really good contrast with sort of the reflective features they're both reflective but in different ways and so when it's stationary i can't see it to save my life but but it doesn't matter when it's stationary you know what i mean as long as it's moving i can see it the um and this the the the, the actual subdial hands i can see those just fine because the subdials are black and the hands are the same polished silver so there's good contrast there but um i, I don't really have any legibility issues uh with this not that i've noticed but um trying to think otherwise no the watch fast is going well i'm compiling we're going on a, another disney cruise for our honeymoon after the wedding um yay yay so i'm like putting together a list of uh what i want to bring because it's a four night five day cruise i have to double check so i have to see what i'm gonna bring i'm definitely bringing the squally that poor thing 
definitely bring in a squalor. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll bring the. I brought the samurai, the BL Blue, the Blue Lagoon Samurai SRPB zero one K nine K one whatever the fuck it is. Um, I brought that on the last cruise. That was a lot of fun to have. Uh, you, you did some snorkeling with it, right? I did some snorkeling, and I tried taking like 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 artsy shots underwater that I've seen online, but it's really difficult. Because I tried doing it with like a GoPro, and it just looks like I'm trying to take like a snorkeling shot while I'm snorkeling an oatmeal. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I mean, and and you all, how so? How do you deal? This this could be totally different, but also maybe related to to the main topic. How how do you deal with being the crazy idiot out in public? And I'm not just talking about <laughs> you. I'm talking about me too, and on all of us listening. How do you deal with being the crazy idiot? Uh, either taking a photo of your wrist in public out <laughs> with other people around or doing a story or like uh, doing like shots with like a full on DSLR like setup <laughs> like in public of watches. I don't know. I, I, at first I was very self-conscious. Now I just, I don't give a shit. If anyone, <laughs> if anyone asks, which no one has, I'll just say, oh, I have a watch podcast and a, or a watch blog and in this day and age where people have blogs for everything, I feel like that answer makes it okay. You know what I mean? I don't think I don't think I can get away with that. Really? Why not? I, and, and you know, I still like I have to do this semi-professionally, I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I still feel like I don't know. I, I feel very self self-conscious about it. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. How how do you? I guess. We can we can push this into the main topic now, but how how do you answer those questions? Like basically, like why watches? Like wh what is it? What does it mean? Like what do you mean you're into watches and you do like podcasts and you do blogs and you do reviews? <laughs> like you know how how do you survive as that crazy person like out in the middle of the wilderness like taking watch shots? I think with, if like, you like, I think the people around. I think the blanket statement of like, oh, it became a hobby and then I started getting attention online and now I have a podcast with weekly listeners. I think if you like break it down like that, people will understand and if they don't understand, then you don't want them as friends anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess. Like, like guess. it's, 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 I, I think it's also, it's actually a really good question because it's something that people are probably going to encounter during the holidays. Someone's going to fucking ask you why watches if the watch conversation even comes up, you know, I don't know. I mean, you could just, how, how did I explain it to my, my, my parents, my parents don't know I do a podcast. They can never know I do this podcast. <laughs> they can never know they can never know it's too much too much shame they can never know <laughs> they can never know i do this show um but they know i like watches um i don't know i think i just told them i did i think i just told them i was looking for a nice watch one day and a buddy which was you helped me find one and then i've always just liked the idea of, of of having you know of collecting watches and so that's what i do now i think they just accepted that you know my my dad gets it. Um, he he gets really excited when when we get stuff in to like review. He's like, "Oh, is that like a new one? You have to do so." Like he, surprisingly, he gets it. Nice. And then he's I, I've talked about his watches before. You know, he has like like cool like eighties and seventies like. Well, your dad's a collector in terms of other stuff, right? So it might just be the collecting mentality. 
that's that's true he's he's into like uh swapping motorcycles and stuff that's like what that. it was I, th- um, I thought it was cars but that's right motorcycles dude before before i was born um he collected like motocross bikes uh like power boats sailboats and shit manly and stuff was, yeah really manly <laughs> stuff and then i was i was born and then my mom was like nope rid of all that stuff <laughs> So, it changes your life having a kid changes your life man poor poor guy but the, <laughs> for for me it, it's the uh it's the in-laws and and interesting uh, and they're yeah, they're great they're great people you know very very traditional in in the way that they pursued their professions they're both physicians um you know and uh pre- pretty conservative overall mm-hmm. in, in a lot of things um like the pursuit of a career <laughs> so so what i tell what i tell them what i do or try to do they're like what like what do you like i i still i still don't think they they get it um they probably never will some people just won't get it yeah yeah you know my I just I, I don't i don't know what to do i don't know what to do sometimes well i think it's one of those things where you don't have to account or apologize for something you're passionate about dude you know it's a crazy it, it Kaz, this is insane. The the whole watch thing is insane <laughs> overall. Just just take a step back and look at it all together. This is nuts. No, I like, never no, dude. For me before watches it was comic books. At least you could understand comic books. There's you, you know what I'm saying? Especially in the states, like there's a whole very prevalent culture, especially these days with like the films and like franchise and everything like that. But watches is really weird. It is very, very strange, especially because for some people, spending like 50 bucks or whatever is like a lot of money for a watch, which it totally is. It honestly, like like the whole watch budget thing is super, super relative. And 50 bucks, it was a lot when I bought my one, when I, when I bought my Seiko. It's even still a, a lot of money now, now that I'm very poor. You, yeah. yeah, I mean, 50 bucks is for like a Seiko 5. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great great little watch to to invest in um for for the hobby but you know some people are like what i mean i usually get like the ten dollar one at target right like, what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean it stops running if i don't wear it for like days that's so you know? funny i think i don't know it's just i i think some people will get it and just some people won't i think some people will be fascinated fascinated by it and some people will just think it's weird i i um during the holidays if you encounter someone who just doesn't get it you know don't force it it's just this is it's not not everyone has to understand what you do you know yeah because because you're you're gonna you're gonna have those family members you're gonna you're gonna meet up with them for the holidays and and you know that discussion is gonna come up like hey you know like you know what are you up to what are you doing what are you into like i i, I don't know um, I, I, I'm never, I'm never really good at those discussions. And usually when somebody asks, I'm, I'm pretty shy about it overall. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I do this stuff with watches. It's like super weird. Not important. Dude, just, 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 just do what I do. <laughs> Tell people you sweet floors. No one has any, no one has any follow-up questions when people, cause people in my life knew that, know that I used to work at universal. And so people were like, oh, oh, so how's universal? I sweat floors. And that's it. The talk is done. I didn't sweep floors. I, I I helped build that new website they fucking have. But I don't tell people that. 
I swept the floors, dude. Silent cling and clatter of like silverware. Yeah, no, you just there's no one has no no one's like oh so is that interesting? No, it's not interesting. I sweep floors, dude. Like no one has follow question to that. Or or you could be the guy that chops up fish for SeaWorld to feed to to feed to other fish. You know what I mean? You're part of that 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 fucking cycle of life. Like you're you're a chummer. You know, that sounds mildly therapeutic. Chopping, um. chopping up fish, <laughs> chopping up fish to feed to other fish. I mean, yeah, I guess you could find it therapeutic being a pseudo, like pseudo kind of fish, you know, masticator. I mean, you know, whatever, dude. <laughs> Maybe that's what I am. Maybe that's my calling in life. That could be your calling. Yeah. As a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, the fish, we're going to eat the fish anyway, dude. All <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They were. You're just making it easier. You're, you're, so, you're a facilitator in the circle of life. So that's that's kind of that's kind of an essential holiday coming home uh, point, you know. Some some good talking points for the friends and family members that uh, don't necessarily get the watch thing. Yeah, you know, I I think it's just explaining it's a hobby that you like learning about. You like the history behind certain brands. Um, it's just like car collecting or car collecting. Well, I mean, car collecting, depending on who, on who your family members are, but, but car enthusiasm, there's history behind a lot of these legacy brands. There's all those fun, cool things with new uh, automotive innovations. So you know what I mean? With like the electric cars and all that stuff like that, that's very forward facing. So if you're looking for something to piggyback on in terms of like a, like, 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 like a, a potential analogous metaphor, car collecting you know what i mean do you do you think that this hobby um lifestyle whatever you want to call it do you do you think it needs um i guess more awareness surrounding it because one thing one thing i remember from this year that was pretty interesting when the paul newman daytona auction happened some really mainstream like news sources you know they, they picked it up like, yeah fucking 17 million whatever watch um <laughs> And I think I think I had like a, my weekly call with my dad. He's like, he's like, yeah, I saw this like watch on the news. It was like seventeen million. Like, what's all about that? Like, it, it, it um, I guess I guess it brought the uh, the hobby like super mainstream for like that one week. Do you do you think that this this hobby needs uh, I guess more awareness surrounding it overall? Because if I if I sit down at a dinner and I'm like, yeah, I collect stamps. <laughs> oh okay he collects stamps this, but like still like you tell people watches they're like Ugh. it's almost it's almost it's almost super vain you know it is there's an element of vanity attached to it of course for, for people like that people kind of assume right away when you tell them i think oh, awareness what a, what a douche nozzle <laughs> i think look look at mr fucking money bags over here i think uh <laughs> I only collect Seikos, trust me. I think um, <laughs> I think awareness would help the understanding of people who are already in it, but I think in the long run it will just do more harm because I feel like raising awareness will just flood flood the niche and the hobby with 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 things people never asked for. You know what I mean? Like I feel like we'll have more wooden Kickstarter watches. You know? Oh God. <laughs> that was that was the next list on my holiday essentials guide uh the wooden uh, watch a, a lot of wooden kickstarter watches yes I, yes i, I need that, more of them that's so so so, so before we jump to that because that's actually a really good topic before we jump to that to answer your question i think awareness i think those types of news stories are good because it during these times because the thing is you 
Even if you're annoyed by certain family members, deep down when you're with them, I think you still want to facilitate good conversation. And if that bullshit you're in, whether it's urology or, or seal clubbing, whatever you're in, if it has like a, like a relevant topical media presence, it just helps the conversation go a little smoother. You know what I mean? Because you could then potentially just talk about whatever watch was in the media, whether it's the Apple Watch. Even if you hate the Apple Watch, you can use it to talk about wearable technology. Like, oh, yeah, it's really cool in terms of, like, technical, you know, innovations with the watch. It's not really my thing because I like mechanical watches. And then you could talk and that they'll ask you, oh, well, what's the difference? And then, you know what I'm saying? There's ways to make the conversation work. So media coverage, it's great for these moments, but I don't think it should be happening in a sustained manner because then we're just going to see stuff in neurology that we just don't want to see you know what i mean do you, um, do you think do you think there's a there's a, a seal a seal clubbing uh forum i really don't i, can, I really don't know why I, I don't know why i said that <laughs> i think if you're an inuit maybe if there's like an inuit forum i'm sure there's like a seal club, <laughs> seal clubbing sub forum i found oh. i actually found a seal clubbing uh subreddit well, now, is it SEAL clubbing? Like, are the Navy SEALs going to clubs? Like, are the Navy SEALs that are into clubbing? Or is it the actual act of, of, of taking a bit of wood and clubbing clubbing God's creature to death? There are only 10 posts <laughs> in the subreddit. Uh, please don't, please nine, don't link it in the show notes. Just, just no. No, please don't. Nine, nine subscribers in total. Two users, two users here now. I guess I'm one of them. I guess you're one of them. Uh, so... Uh, it's just the two of us, and uh, there's a, it's a mixed bag of seals photoshopped in clubs. Oh, thank God! Clubbing <laughs> and dancing, but there's some some of these photos are just flat out bloodbath. Yeah, oh, <laughs> there's some God. of those photos too. Horrible, Pete. We're sorry if you're listening. <clears throat> the collective medieval abstract of Pete. If you're listening, we're sorry, dude. <laughs> But um, I like I like the I like the the the, the transition topic you brought up. What do you do for the family member who hears you say you're into watches and they perk up and like, oh, that's so cool! I just got this awesome insert X watch here. You don't give a shit about, you know what I mean? Or that's actually not like like it's, it could be a like a Michael Kors or Daniel Wellington or one of them wooden watches or the Apple watch that happened to me recently. I was meeting with someone in regards to my wedding and I mentioned watches and like, Oh, well I just splurged and got this for myself. And I'm, and I almost just said, you keep the receipt, but like, you can't be, you can't be knee jerk rude like that, you know, in those situations. <sighs> so what do you do? Cause it's good. It's depending on how large your family is or depending on the certain situation you're in, there's a good probability it's going to happen because those people who you don't want to talk to, they want to facilitate conversation. So anything they see an opportunity for, oh, he likes watches. Let me talk about this Fossil watch or let me talk about this Gucci watch or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? I still get excited. I still get excited if it's like a fashion watch because it is it is still a watch. Um, right. You know, they're, they're, they're happy about it. So whatever. Um, I had a rare case. Uh recently where i got into a watch discussion with uh kind of you know uh, just a, a friend of ours that that got married and i, I think I, t I texted you the story right 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 i remember and so he was he was just like I, this is a guy that i don't usually have too many things to talk about with <laughs> so you're you're I, on you're, you're on your own bro nod basis you, you give you give him the bro nod that's it that's all you need to do you acknowledge each other's presence 
Yeah, yeah, nice, nice guy still, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, we we flew, we flew in for his his wedding. Yeah, his wedding was this month. Your wedding is next month, so we're <laughs> that's how much flying we're doing. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. But um yeah, kinda out of out of nowhere, he's like he like pointed at me, he's like, Hey, you're like you do like watch things, right? Like you like you know about watches. He's like Are you asking or accusing? And it's it's funny, he's like he's like, Yeah, I just got a watch for like the wedding. I'm not like into watches, but like it looked really cool, so I got it, you know. Um he's like, I think it's called a speedy or something. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? What? <laughs> He's like, yeah, it came in like a huge box with like an astronaut strap and everything. Oh my god, he bought the full fucking thing. Yeah, he bought and (laughs) and I was like, man, like, and I was I was wearing mine at the time, so I was like super super excited to to get into this conversation. Um, but he's like, I was like, how did how did you learn about that watch? Like, how did you get into it? Uh, he's like, he's like, honestly, man, I was just like hanging out at the uh, at the mall. And, um, you know, thinking about something nice to like mark my wedding with. And, um, you know, I just passed by the Omega boutique and I I thought that this one looked really, really cool. Um, he didn't, he didn't know about like the luxury name associated with Omega. He just, it was a purchase where he just like literally loved the aesthetic of the watch. Like didn't care. He, he like, he didn't know about the whole astronaut NASA thing. He didn't know about anything really. And. You just picked it up <laughs> that, that I, I I just I found that really crazy I love that story because there's there's an authenticness to him like 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 an authentic unpretentiousness to him buying that watch you know yeah yeah he's he's a super he's a super humble guy and I, I think you know I think he also realized how expensive some of these things can get. <laughs> so, because yeah, so I that, think that's like I, a, I mean, depending on which one you got, that's like a six thousand or like a five thousand dollar watch. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think, I think he either like just didn't get a ring at all. Like I, some guys are starting to do this, where they just like don't get a ring mm-hmm. and they just get a watch instead, or like they'll they'll cut something out of the wedding that's typically expensive and get a watch instead. <laughs> so that's that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, there, there was that, there was that element of authenticity to him just getting it cause he liked it. You know, he didn't, he didn't read an article about the Omega Speedmaster and go nuts and say, right. like, oh, I gotta be this cool, you know? Um, he just actually yeah. fell in love with the way it looked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my what s- an impulse purchase, right? <laughs> I was gonna, well, there, there's three takeaways. My first one is that one. There's an authentic unpretentiousness to him buying that watch, which I think is really, really just, that's just so cool, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's a testament to his personality and just the iconicness of the watch. You know what I mean? That watch is still fucking badass despite all the history. You know? Yeah. Yeah, the second sure. thing I take away is he bought that watch the same way I buy bourbon chicken in the mall. I walk by and I realize, oh, yeah, I would love some bourbon chicken right now. And then I'll spend $11, whatever the fuck it is, and I'll eat it and I'll feel terrible about myself. The, um, the third thing I take away from that is I really wish, instead of being poor and into watches i wish i was rich and not into watches so i could make random purchases like that you know what i mean yeah that'd be nice that would be fucking I, I, really nice you, right now because i know i know i'm never gonna i'm never gonna have both i'm never gonna have money and a watch passion it's either gonna be no money watches or money no watches <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, sometimes you get into cool like conversations at gatherings like that where, you know, somebody might be like, Hey, I, you're the watch guy. I just got this watch. And it's like, uh, um, you know, Michael Kors or Gucci or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Hey, you're the watch guy, right? I just got this watch. And they show you a fucking speedmaster. I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> Please be my friend. Yeah. I think, um, that's definitely, yes, that is definitely something that could totally happen when you do the, you're the watch guy conversation. Um, what I also have noticed happens a lot, and I've noticed this happen. Um, if you're at an event and you're and you're, I mean, you're let's let's say you're you're Michael and, and my age, so we're 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 both in our 30s right now, right? Yes. Nice. So let's say you're in your 30s or whatever, and you're at your buddy's friend's first birthday, or at a baby shower, or you're you're whatever the fuck it is, and your buddy's dad or granddad is there. I have no idea why, but it's pretty high probability that one of those people have a badass watch not because they bought a badass watch because they bought a watch they thought was cool years ago this happened i was at a first year birthday party for a buddy of mine a while back and his dad was there his dad's a really really cool guy i've known him for years uh probably 15 years or so but this is the first time i've seen him in a couple years and in that time i started getting into watches and so i see him and i'm like oh hey how's he blah, blah, blah. and i go um i don't want to be weird but that's a really cool date just. He was wearing a really cool old school date just. Like, oh yeah, and he told me this whole story. He doesn't know anything about watches, but like he originally bought uh, a watch for his wife and his wife didn't like it. So he went to exchange it and he just exchanged it for a watch for himself. And that's the watch that he got. You know what I mean? Nice. This was like, this is like back in the eighties. <laughs> so like that's always possible. The thing is we had like a really fun conversation just talking about that watch because my dad has not that specific date just, my dad has like another date just so we were talking about that. So I think it's, I think, yeah, even though it's, it's, it's easy to see the holiday gathering watch conversation as potentially being bleak, there is also the opportunity for it to be really cool. You never know. It's fun. It's fun for me to go back home for the holidays. And because um, <clears throat> I, I went back for Thanksgiving as well. Right. And met up with my, my grandpa. And this is a guy like growing up. It's funny. I wonder I wonder if this had something to do with it but this he would he would get like physically <clears throat> kind of pretty angry <laughs> like visibly angry when I was younger okay and I would and I would not have a watch on cuz I <laughs> you know in in our you know in our our culture like the grandparents do a lot of the raising as well you know right <laughs> cubans do not believe in daycare or babysitters <laughs> <laughs> so so you come home from school grandma and grandpa pick you up and you 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 stay there and i, I think there was there was a certain age that i <clears throat> that i reached at one point and he's like he's like a man always has a watch and you should never not have a watch on Look at that bare-wristed twat. Put a walk <laughs> in that motherfucker. <laughs> like really, really like like fiery passion behind what he was what, like telling me. Interesting. And uh, just just uh, last month I saw him and he's for the, I mean, gosh, like it's it's probably decades now, but he he's got this gnarly Timex, and it, it just so looks cool. like uh, I guess what they call like the easy reader today um, on like a very thin super cheap looking like a uh, mesh bracelet oh wow and he just ha- he just has that on and i i've never asked him about it ever <laughs> it's so it's so cool that's that, that's also uh, uh that that reinforces kind of the, the 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 point that i was making in the time that you've gotten into watches you might notice family members watches you never really noticed before that's you know? true 
That's true. So it is, is it is nice to come home to the holidays and, and be surprised <clears throat> by people either engaging in the watch conversation with you, whether it is or isn't a cool watch, or like like you said, rediscovering, you know, family watches. That that was a super early episode that we did. Just yeah. Just that was a good that was, that was a good episode. Important fa- and this this happened to me also with my <clears throat> other grandpa. Because I spent some time, you know, with my other set of grandparents when I was growing up and I visited them recently and i noticed this like this cuckoo clock on the wall okay and and i complete i had completely forgotten about it but i just i remembered right then and there that i was super obsessed with that thing when i was <laughs> really really i would just sit there and wait for the fucking bird to come out <laughs> for like hours <laughs> she like my grandma told me like you would just like stare at that thing like forever um, that's so cool but that's the point so, that's the point of the cuckoo clock there's an element of delight in it yeah you know that's so cool yeah so maybe maybe less uh less abstract are there are there any kind of um products essential to the uh coming home for the holidays as a watch geek i think you need some sort of timer so if you do if you handle social situations in the same way that i handle social situations you'll hide in the bathroom I've hidden in the bathroom a fair amount of, of time in my life uh, at work. I've hidden in the bathroom a lot at work. It's how it's how you and I used to get through the day at work. <laughs> it's essential to have some type of easy access measurement device. So it can either be a dive bezel. Unfortunately, dive bezels make noise. So if you're trying to be incognito, maybe it's not the best option because it'll click. A chronograph, I feel like, measuring out. What I've noticed is the the best amount of time for you to be away before people start asking questions is 10 to 15 minutes, in my opinion. What do you think? Uh, I'm trying to think of how long I've disappeared for. Hmm. I've disappeared for hours before, but those were, those were, those were quite distinct circumstances. I mean, you and I used to take like two-hour lunches. Oh, that was the that was the day. Those were the days, dude. <laughs> we would just go away. <laughs> we used to take two-hour lunches together. No that one's good. Fun. The person that was supposed to say something was me, and I'm not gonna say. It. I don't give a shit, dude. I I, I don't want to go back. You know, let's just sit <laughs> here. That's true. If you if you want a two and a half hour lunch, make sure that Kaz is your manager. Make sure make sure <laughs> I'm in the mix, guys. We'll make it happen somehow. Oh, God, that's too good, man. In terms of specific products, I think having, I mean, so it's like to be, so less tongue-in-cheek, more serious. I think having something strategically catered to facilitating conversation would be good. So if there's something that you could do or you could wear to do that, awesome. So that could be something that's particularly, not flashy, but something that would catch someone's eyes. So in terms of like specific recommendations, I've noticed watches that I wear that are bronze or rose gold usually get comments and you can usually kind of have comments so the 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 brew watches quartz chrono that first uh first release that jonathan brew watches did that's got some rose gold in it i mm-hmm. used to wear that in an office and i would get comments on it you know every now and then um you can use that as like a talking point you know um something like that where you're comfortable i don't know just going into 
the watch. So it could be a Seiko, and you could talk about the history of Seiko. It could be something a little more obscure. It could be talk about something you had fun hunting down, like a vintage watch or something like that. You know what I mean? I could, I could talk someone to death, to death, Michael, talking about my Paul Jot 3133. To death, all right? <laughs> I've still I've still only gotten one unsolicited compliment on a watch that I was wearing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even my watch. <laughs> <laughs> it was lent to me. And it was like he was like the waiter at like the restaurant I was sitting at. That's funny. It was it was the Seiko Alpinist that uh kind of like a local watch enthusiast here. Oh, yeah. his, um, <laughs> it's a cool watch though. Yeah, yeah. He 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 lent it to me and the guy was like, Hey man, that's a cool watch. I'm like yeah, I guess I gotta buy one now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, here, here, here. Stay put. I'm gonna look at my other watches so we can talk about those. All right. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think so. Okay, yeah. I don't imagine someone would just outright say something about your watch. But compounding our first topic with this topic, if someone were to ask you what you were into, you could say watches, and the question facilitation could lead to you talking about a watch you're wearing. Potentially. So some sort of conversation piece, whether there's something aesthetically cool about it, whether it's just a straight up chronograph and you can talk about chronographs. Um, it also depends if, uh, I mean, do, do you think with family, it depends if you wear a fancy watch or a not fancy watch, or do you think it depends on the family? I don't think, I don't think anyone cares really. Because my um. dad, my, I don't know how my dad, <laughs> I mean, I guess I know how because it's just my dad. My dad had the same watch since like the 70s, and it's that Rolex Datejust. It's a two-tone white dial Roman numeral Datejust, and he—he's my dad's really big into gardening. He gardens with that thing on. You know what I mean? Nice. And he just does everything with that watch on. So I don't think in his mind there's a distinction, or maybe there is. We just don't talk about. It. There's a distinction between a fancy watch and a not fancy watch. You know, hmm. but I, I don't know if that's like a consideration for the holidays. Like what, when you went home for the holidays, what did you wear? You just, you just brought the Speedmaster? Um, I, I, I took a few watches, but like I mentioned a couple episodes, all I was wearing pretty much the whole time. Oh, that's was, right. Uh, the, the Dan Henry 1963 pilot chronograph. That's right. Nobody knew what it was. Nobody cared. <laughs> My my dad will ask me just because he knows like some of the things I do. He's oh, like, exactly. yeah, you get any cool any cool watches lately? But you know that's that's the extent of the uh, the conversation. My dad will ask me too. My my dad actually knows about Rivka, and he's he's actually super into it. Like he like so every time we talk, he asks me uh, he asks me how how it's going, which is kind of cool, you know. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, but in terms of specific products, what do you think? Is there is there is there anything that would I don't know. In terms of like an essential, is there a way we can adapt the flyer, driver, diver paradigm into like a holiday essential packing guide? Well, hashtag not sponsored. Um, you should buy a Raven watch because not only are you, are you going to get an awesome watch, you're also going to get a badass like carry case. <laughs> That's, That's a good point, actually. Yeah, those things come with awesome cases. I've been using that way more than I thought I would. Yeah. Because um, it, you know, it has... Um, it has a slot for two watches, but it also has like another like little compartment. I guess you can stick like straps in there or like some some other stuff. But I just shove watches in there too. <laughs> <laughs> so like when I went to wind up, I think I brought four watches. Um, I 
I put two in the actual spots where the watches are supposed to go. Nice. I had one on my I had one on my wrist, and then I shoved one into the uh, into the co- other compartment. It's definitely not how you're supposed to no, use that's, this thing. It's, it's like shoving a corpse into the overhead bin. On a but the watch, the watch, the watch that I stored in there was the Marathon Pilot Navigator. I mean, it's a plastic watch. It, you know, right? I can on a nylon strap. I can you know squeeze it in there enough that nothing is going to happen to it. So, um, what did I yeah. put in there? I put I put NATO's in there. I put extra links in there, and I put my spring bar tool in there. Yeah, you can you can you can. You can put a watch in there. You get, apparently, <laughs> apparently, you can put a watch in there. That should be a hashtag. You can put a watch in it. You you can put your weed in there. Yeah, good. <laughs> what was that from? Oh, what was that from? I, I I was hoping that you would remember. I know it's Adam Sandler, right? Oh Christ! <laughs> Somebody help us out. Somebody, Somebody help us. Oh man, someone help me out uh, earlier. Someone help me out with the uh, the bacchiotomy quote. I think I need a bacchiotomy, but I can't. What the fuck is this from? Uh, is it Adam Sandler or John I'm Stewart? Google, I'm just gonna Google. You can put your weed in there. Oh, it's from the Hot Chick. Wow, I did see that movie, but I don't remember that movie. But apparently, I remember that quote. <laughs> and it is Adam Sandler. Yes, that's funny, man. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you can put your weed in the Raven in the Raven fucking uh, 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 watch kit, but don't fly with it. That's bad. That's <laughs> bad. That's, that's bad news bears. All right, can't be held accountable for that. Oh my god! But yeah, I mean, I turn in terms of like products. I don't know. I think I see this topic evolving more in terms of just like a regular survival guide as opposed to a product-based survival guide. Does that make sense? I think I think that you encounter also when when you come home for the holidays and you you go to gatherings and stuff. Every once in a while, you're gonna encounter a very very punchable face. Um. <laughs> so I. Uh, something else that I would recommend is a watch that can double as a knuckle duster. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say two things. If you think, if Michael said that and you're just like, oh, there's no one in my family I would do that to, you're the guy. <laughs> you, you're, you're probably the punchable face. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that in accusation or I'm not being derogatory. It's just someone, someone, my, I'm, I'm that guy in my family. I'm the punchable face in my family. I'm okay. I, I, I understand my hand. In life, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, some sometimes the, those people are there, and uh, I I would like I said bring, bring a watch that can double as a knuckle duster. For me, I would recommend um, this Casio G Shock Gravity Master <laughs> GPW two thousand. It's it's kind of like uh, it's like a this thing. This thing's like fifty two millimeters or something ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, if you if you punch somebody with that, um, you're you're gonna you're gonna be fine. I have two things. Uh, my first is also a watch recommendation. I think if you were to use any sort of implemented melee knuckle duster, which would be a, a rolling a d4 for any of my other D and D nerds out there, because um, that is that a, a, a watch knuckle duster is an improvised melee. And in the editions that I've played, that has been one d4. If anyone has said any to say different, please let me know. I think for me, the good one would be the Metal System 51 for two reasons. It's fucking metal, and as soon as a thing just gets destroyed, the warranty on those things, you can just send it back to the store and they'll give you a new one. From what you've told me, that's how it works, right? Yeah, yeah, I just went in there. I was like, yeah, I was the They gave me a new one. Yeah, I just trailed out a little bit there. Yeah, so I, I, if you were to hit someone with anything, 
Metal System 51. It will do what you need to do, and the cleanup will be fairly, or the cleanup on your part will be fairly easy. Even you bring it back to the fucking swatch store covered in bits and blood, I'm sure they won't give a shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The second thing, do you remember? I don't. I think it was the the first Daniel Craig Bond was Casino Royale. It might have been Casino Royale. Uh-huh. Um, there was a scene where he used the Omega as a knuckle duster. But I think after the film was filmed and they were doing all the editing and the cutting, I feel like I read this summer on Watch You Seek, Omega hated the fact that they did that. So it like wasn't highlighted in the film. But there but if you look hard, he's fighting a bunch of guys and like you don't realize it, he's punching them with the Omega on his fist. Do you remember I, that? I, I do remember that. And it was it's kind of like a nod to the um to the original novels. I think there's, there's he one did that novel. In the books? <clears throat> yeah, he did it with, and I think it's explicitly in the book as like, he did it with his Rolex oyster or something. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Check out the very retro wristwatch gimmick deleted from Daniel Craig's first outing as 007. And there's a, there's a pretty, pretty good article that I seem to have found I'll, I'll include it. Uh, I, yeah, I, I remember, I remember reading about that. So um, I didn't I didn't hear about the part where Omega was not pleased with it. Though. Well, I think that's why they deleted it. I could totally have just interpreted that or I could have read someone's forum interpretation, but that was and I could totally I could honestly totally see that. Just in the same way Ferrari doesn't like showing their cars getting like shot with bullets and destroyed in movies and video games. Very rarely. They don't. They they I don't I think the first game I ever saw, I, I could totally be wrong. Someone correct me because I'm not like a car guy, but I am a game guy. The first game I ever remember is like one of the early Xbox Forza Motorsport games. I think that was the first game I ever saw where like a Ferrari or like a high-end Italian sports car rendered damage. Because I think they were very, I think Forza was very adamant about the realism uh, in those games. Some of, the, some of those car companies are just like, stupid ridiculous like that dj um <clears throat> that canadian dj dead mouse he's like oh he yeah. collects he collects a bunch of crazy cars and he wrapped i think he wrapped some kind of ferrari i remember that in the cat graphics <laughs> he even like like the license plate was even perrari <laughs> so, that's so good that's so yeah, cool it was it was it was pretty it was pretty awesome. But yeah, he got like a cease and desist, like, you know, and they threatened to like never ever sell him a Ferrari. Dude, it's his property. It's his property. You know? But but we <laughs> but we digress. <laughs> oh yeah, my point is if you want a knuckle duster, apparently an Omega might do it. <laughs> apparently that Bond Omega is a good, good option to just punch that relative in the face that really is asking for it you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i think that's a that's a pretty pretty good essential um and the uh the the diver driver flyer thing we haven't talked about it in a while so that would be kind of i guess the minimum amount of watches that you that you'd travel with maybe some people yeah because some people i i wish i could just travel with just one watch That'd be nice. <laughs> um, but I'm too much of a lunatic. And this hobby's crazy. This is this is who we are now, Michael. This is our new life. <laughs> My mind is deteriorating <laughs> every day. 
Somebody help me, please. <laughs> There's a quote from Black Books, uh, which I always love every time I think about how I'm just losing my mind. Uh, his mind is wasting away like, uh, it's crumbling away like wet cake. I love that. <laughs> I love that image. It's such a great, and I think it illustrates very, very well. Uh, the yeah, brain not, deterioration I'm, we're going through. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, it's it's okay. I, I'm I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure if the diver driver flyer trio is totally maybe necessary when you're when you're going home for the holidays. Yeah, not unless not, of, not unless necessary. Of course you're, unless you're confident, like really traveling with watches. Mm. You know, a lot of them. Um, yeah, what do I'm you? Not, I'm not really what sure. do you do? So this is the holidays, and you. You're visiting family members. You're potentially buying gifts for family members. And as a watch person, the first thing you always think about as a watch or for a gift is a watch for anyone, even if they're not a watch person. Do you do that too? I do that all the time. Maybe just for like my dad. Um, really? You don't want to like, 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 cause like Becky and I are trying to figure out like gifts to get for people for like the holidays. She's like, Oh, I don't know what to get my friend, you know, whatever the fuck her name is. I'm like, Oh, buy her a watch. You know what I mean? But like that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't work. The thing no, it really doesn't. And you risk just having the watch like live in a drawer. Cause it's Yeah, you definitely do. It's such a it's such a weird thing for most people. Um and we we talked about this um for the like holiday gift guide episode that we did. You know, a lot of times it's really difficult to buy a watch for somebody unless you like know, like know this person. Yeah. Unless like Unless you're like watch Blood Brothers and you've touched tips and everything, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, so that's 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 kind of difficult. Um, I think if you're a watch person and it's this time of year and you don't really know what to get anyone because you're just into watches, you just buy them a gift card for somewhere. Buy them a gift card for somewhere you think they'll like. That's that's always a good go-to. I feel like. Yeah, or don't or don't get anybody any. Gifts. Or just don't buy anyone. Just 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 explain to them you're getting married in January and you can't afford Christmas gifts. Because that's what's happening to me right now. And consumerism ruins this beautiful season anyway. So everything, anyone everything, Michael, is there anything I learned in my life? Everything ruins everything. And I'm going <laughs> to keep realizing that until I die. And then my kids will realize that. And then my kids will die. And then their kids will realize that. And that's just... It's just a cycle of realizing everything is awful. Always. Man, I really wish I could change my watch right now. I really wish I could put my squally on right now, dude. That would just be... Mm, that'd be so good. <laughs> Let's see what else. Um, we talked what about do you need. I'm sorry? What do you need to come home with as a watch geek? Come home with? What do you mean? Oh, 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 oh yeah. So holidays. We talked about the punchable relative. We talked about difficult conversations, facilitating those conversations. Um, cases. Cases. Yeah, like a travel case. Oh yeah, 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 yeah travel case. They, they have been like Law and Order cold cases. I'm like, oh, we talk about cases. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Hmm. What other scenarios could one encounter during the holidays as a neurologist? Did we cover it all? I don't know if we covered it all, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's it might be a good good point to to leave it up to the listeners now. Yeah, I mean, you guys will know better than us each of your relative situations, relative both in terms of the idea of of of, of temporality and relative in terms of blood. Um, 
like let us know like how you are there any situations in which you're thinking about right now as a neurologist as it ties to your hobby and or whatever watch you're wearing like are you going to visit your in-laws and your in-laws are super into slaughtering cattle and you're just not sure what watch to wear <laughs> during that? Or if you're going somewhere and you know you're about to do a whole bunch of scuba diving and you just don't have any of those watches, what the fuck? Like like everyone's situation is relative. So definitely we got a lot of really good responses and feedback from folks um, for last week's episode talking about the yearly recap and some of our highlights and lowlights. That was really, really cool. So that same sort of enthusiasm enthusiasm for this one will be a lot of fun because we have enough time, guys. We have enough time to plan before the holidays kick off to make this work, right? I think. I think so. I think yeah. so because this episode is going to air on the 18th of December. God, my wedding is getting really close. The 18th of December. And then we have a week until the actual Christmas day. So that'll be interesting. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at my calendar right now. Um, do we also have a New Year's episode? New Year? Oh my god, we do. We have another episode going up on the 1st of January. Wow. This Jesus. is going to be special. This is going to be insane. You, that would be the episode <laughs> of Break My Watch Fast. Should I break my watch fast on air? Just just hold hold the watch up to the microphone and let us hear you un- <laughs> undoing the clasp. All sexily. Sexily. Sexily undoing. Oh, my back. The clasp. But yeah, so um, shall I do a recap? Yeah, yeah, let's let's do a recap. Okay, let me think. Yeah, so recapping. All right, guys, if you're on Instagram and you follow us, that's super, super cool. If you see any of our images and you like them, I know it sounds really dumb to request it, but just like it because the Instagram algorithm is stupid. So if you don't like our images, but if you do like conceptually like them, Instagram won't show them to people even if they follow us. And then the, the feed sort of stagnates. And so in order to really grow, we have to have people see our images as often as, as possible. So if you see an image you like, awesome, like it, super, super cool. Really appreciate that. Um, what else? Michael is still still dragging, still digging the Trekker 40 millimeter, that black case. That thing is so cool. I'm really happy you like that too. Did you bring that to wind up? I don't remember seeing it at wind up. I did. I did bring it to wind up. I didn't wear it as much as I, I would have liked to. Okay. But um, we, we, we both know how busy we got. That <laughs> yeah, was crazy, man. Wind up was a blast. Looking forward to next year for sure. Next year is going to be uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I'm still doing the watch fast, still going strong. At the day of this recording, it is day 16. At the day of you hearing this episode, or at least the day when this episode is published, it will be day 18. Uh, I will have another basically two weeks to go after this show airs and... Uh, you know, expecting to make it right now. Um, I will say I wouldn't... I don't think I would have attempted the watch fast if everyone else hadn't done it as well. So huge shout out to everyone that's done the watch fast so far. Um, I thought I was pretty inspired by you guys. Obviously, you know, Michael, you started it, so I'm inspired by you to do it. I think it's it's cool. I'm learning things I did not anticipate learning. I thought I would, I don't know find out something cool about myself as a collector like oh i like blue watches but like i think it's a bit more um not not cerebral i'm not not john malkovich but um it's a bit more personal than that you know what i'm saying so <clears throat> watch i'm still fast. gonna i'm still gonna do it with no watch one day you're a psychopath dude all right <laughs> no that's no i don't think i think you, I, I think you'll go insane i really do <laughs> Like I, I worry about you. This is this is as your friend. I worry about you. 
Don't do that. I, I did a story segment recently where I had no watch. I don't know if you remember that one. Everyone freaked out. I just all, <laughs> We started getting all these DMs, and I'm like, what the fuck is everyone DMing us about? And I saw you put that story segment up, and I'm like, oh, my God, no. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Holy fucking Christ box. I hope, he, <laughs> I hope he's not doing it, man. You know? The internet responded in uproar. So... <laughs> Oh I mean, you, you could do it if you want, but don't do it while I'm doing a watch fast. Otherwise, our feed is going to be so fucking boring. <laughs> Every, everyone is going to become uh, very acquainted with the nuances of my wrist hair. <laughs> <coughs> what body conditioner do you use, bro? <laughs> but uh, so, so, so holiday survival guide, as neurologist, we talked about some, I think, really important things. Because if you guys are like Michael and I... I mean, watches are basically your life. I mean, obviously you have other aspects of your life, but this is if this is the thing, this is the liquid that fills the gaps between a lot of those big things, you know, home, family, work. Urology for me is that. It's what fills in, you know, the gaps uh, uh, for me. So if you're like us, it's something that consumes, consumes you. Um, so it's something that's going to come up. You're going to kind of have to deal with, you know, when you're visiting family, when family's visiting. I think we talked about a lot of great things, facilitating conversation, handling conversations, great ideas to hide from family, uh, great ideas for punchable faces because everyone's got some in their family, you know, yeah. um, good travel ideas in terms of just, you know, I think having a good case makes sense. That Raven case, uh, that, yeah, that, that's that's definitely a really, really cool one. The, the, the venture that I have on loan right now from Steve came with it and it's, uh, it's super cool, you know? Yeah. Um, I, th I think if you have some, th this was, this was a really fun topic to, to explore. If you have like any fun, awkward, like stories of like, I don't know, coming home for the holidays and like getting into weird discussions with, with family members or friends and like, how, do, how do you guys navigate like the, Oh, I'm a watch person thing. Because <laughs> I just personally don't know. And I, I have mostly zero social skills <laughs> overall. Yeah, yeah so. no, you, you and me both, dude. Yeah, definitely interested in hearing people's past experiences like that. Any things you guys are kind of thinking about top of mind in regards to the holidays coming up as a watch person, things you're worried about, things you're looking forward to. Also, if you've become a watch person recently, kind of like, I guess... I. I can't keep saying I just got into watches because I think it's been two years. I think I think I'm past the point of saying I just got into watches, right, Michael? It's been two years, right? Some somebody said it like everybody is like every guy is a watch guy. He just hasn't like figured it out yet. So maybe it's like it's like PC master race. Like you've ascended. <laughs> like we eventually like ascend. <laughs> If there's out. if there's any trajectory in my life, it is certainly not ascension. It's descension. <laughs> my life will just keep going down. I think I think it's important that you and I understand that now, as the show evolves. Nothing. It's been it's been a couple of years since you've you've become enlightened. <laughs> it's been it's been a couple of years since I've been perpetually poor. So, <laughs> um. So, but but some of you were just getting into why. I, I think that's so cool. And I love the fact that a lot of guys, a, a, a lot of folks who are getting into urology are just listening to us now. Um, if you're just getting into watches and you're meeting family for the first time since then, pay attention to what people are wearing. You never know. Like, you'd be surprised. Some people are, are could be wearing some pretty cool shit. You know, like I was, I had never really understood the significance of my dad's watch until I started getting into watches. And then Michael, I talked to you about it and I just started learning about like 
how cool those old school date just were. Like my dad bought that watch at a time where mechanical watches weren't sexy. You know what I mean? Everyone was buying Timex or like yeah. or like or like just like a quartz watch because that was the time you did it. You know, and I, I I can only imagine. My dad doesn't remember what he paid for for his watch, but I can only imagine if he sold it now, he would probably make money. You know? Yeah. He's not gonna sell it though. He would never sell that watch. He loves that watch. You know, so it, it it's definitely I think something fun to keep an eye out uh, uh, for. Now that you're into watches, what some family members are wearing. Um, I mean, not family members, just friends of the family. Whoever the fuck shows up to these goddamn you know holiday things. Um, am I missing anything? No, I think that's pretty much it. Okay, so 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 if you enjoyed this week's show, episode sixty, um, if you had a good time, if we made you laugh, please consider checking out our Patreon. Uh, our Patreon page, it is patreon.com slash twobrokewatchknobs. You can go and kind of just read about sort of how Michael and I, how we sort of view the show growing in regards to where it is now and where it will be in the future. Also, if you're interested, you have the opportunity to to donate as well. Um, we also outline kind of where the donations go. So it goes to our website hosting, goes to SoundCloud hosting. We're also, Michael and I are also in the process of, of, of trying to upgrade our equipment. So it goes to things like that. Um, uh, I don't want to hard sell this or whatever because I, I, I honestly don't like talking about the Patreon because I just feel super weird about it. But I just want to throw it out there because people ask every now and then. It is, uh, it, it is out there. You know, if you made you laugh, consider checking it out, reading. Really, just it's just, it's just fun to go there and read. Also, um, we do uh, podcast. We do podcast on Patreon. We just, not just, I think last month we did the first episode ever. It's a Raketa Big Zero buying guide. So if you hear, if you like hearing me talk about God knows what, it's basically 40 minutes of me just talking about that fucking stupid watch. <laughs> Go and check it out. Um, we need to work on the next episode soon, right, Mike? Yeah, let's do it this week. Let's I would like set a that. goal for ourselves. <laughs> I, I, I would like that. Do we know what it's going to be about? Should we tease it, or we don't know yet? Not just yet, but okay. we'll, we'll let we'll let the people know. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, so yeah, definitely check out the Patreon. Um, check us out on Instagram. Um, if you've emailed us and you haven't heard back, we are seriously getting through all the emails. Um, we just we just kind of get more than we can handle with just in terms of like uh, like our day jobs and, and managing everything else and. I'm getting married soon, so everything's... Every morning I wake up... So so on the precipice of my marriage, I realized every morning when I wake up is an emergency. Every day is an emergency leading up to my marriage. Does that, oh, yeah. sound, does it, does, does that sound accurate for where, like, mm -hmm. when, you, when you went through it? You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, oh, the groom just has to show up. Like, yeah, but you don't know what's, what's happening inside. You don't deep, know what's happening inside. inside, and there are things that you can't possibly understand. So, like, yeah, I mean, there are things that I'm doing. There are things that logistically Becky is just doing more of because she has to coordinate more things like her hair, makeup, getting the dress altered and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And so she's doing all of that, but there are things behind the scenes which I have to, like, help with in terms of making sure she doesn't, like take a knife to us in our sleep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just because the stress builds up. So it's just... And plus, you know, when you're living with someone, you tend to kind of... Uh, uh, emotions are contagious, not in a good or a bad way, just a matter-of-fact way. And so a lot of the times, it's the stress is is shared. So every morning when I wake up, it's just an emergency. So so I went on that tangent for... Oh, yeah, that's right. So if, um, if you've emailed us and you haven't heard back, please, guys, gals, super hang tight. We will get back to you, everyone. Um, it's just a matter of us... Doing everything in order, 
uh, in order that it came in. Does, does that sound right, Michael? Yep. Okay, is there anything I'm forgetting? Or... I think we're good. Did the recap, did the Patreon, talked about emails. Happy Hanukkah to anyone else is celebrating. Uh, right now, I believe we are, at the time of this recording, we are on the, one, two, I think we're on the fifth night. And then at the time of this, at the time of this episode getting published, we will be on the one, two, three, four, I don't know, seventh, seventh night, I think, sixth, seventh night. I don't know. But uh, yeah, um, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy New Year. We'll be doing a specific Christmas episode. That'll be a lot of fun, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's it. I don't want to go, which is why I'm kind of dragging it out, but we should probably... <laughs> It's all good. We should probably go, right? We'll chat. We'll chat after. We'll chat after. (laughs) Okay. You want to just sign up or should I? Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. This is Mike. This is Kaz. You've been listening to Two Book Watch. Later. Later.